Breaking live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Oh, sports in the Milwaukee Bucks shirt. Always, man. You know, that's, you know what's funny about that Bucks shirt? You got. Is that's like an old school style format. Oh, but of course, right? man. That's like straight from my childhood. Yeah, is that is that where they did they still make those for all the teams? Because that's straight out of my childhood too, right? Like yeah, they um they usually just I mean this is like the the team championship shirt when they, when they won the title the final. So it was um, like the official kind of like the official. It team was shirt. there's like three official ones. This was one of the official ones. Okay, but uh yeah they, they still make like uh just like players that they make that for. Yeah, so I remember having like some of those. Oh yeah, and and but like. Then it felt like it disappeared, so they obviously, like, recycled it a little. Yeah, I mean, I remember I had a Packers one growing up when they won the Super Bowl. Obviously, I had the I had the, the Bucks one. I don't know if the Bucks one, the Bulls one, I mean, with Jordan and everything. So, yeah, I had a couple of them. All right, good deal. Uh, how we doing? Good. Nothing new. Well, maybe. Well, yeah, there's some new stuff, for That's sure. Cool. You know, you know, like it's new that O'Donnell got, or um, O'Connell got hired? Yeah, was that today or yesterday? Um, well, I guess yesterday it was, was after, 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 after the show. show. You're right. My yeah, bad. Yeah. I, I, in my world, I'm like, yeah, I already said that on TV. <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it sounds like he's getting hired, right? They can't officially make it a, a full hiring until Monday or Sunday night yeah. after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, that's part of it. So, yeah, that is uh, significant, I guess. And I, I don't know. I know some people were hot on O'Connell. I mean, I don't know how hot the Jags could have been on him if they never did an interview with him. And they didn't really realize that they couldn't interview him during Super Bowl week if they hadn't interviewed him before. Sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, I guess in my mind, I've still, I didn't really fully think that they were going to wait that entire time to hire a coach and slow the process up even more. Yeah, but yeah, But at the yeah. end of the day, well, you know they're not doing anything on Sunday. I'm not sh- like this. Well, I guess they could do something on this Sunday. So you're talking about 10 more days they would have to wait. Sure. You know, so in my mind, I'm like, they're not going to wait that long. No. To, to wait to see if they like them, if they haven't even interviewed them yet. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only argument would have been if the Vikings didn't sign him by the time the Super Bowl was over. Well, then you might have had a pretty good shot of getting him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. By the way, from O'Connell's standpoint, if he wants to dance with the Jags for a minute, he can. Yeah. He didn't have to take the Vikings job. Yeah. Like, he just hasn't had a chance to do that yet. He might, on his, from his standpoint, be able to say, listen, I'd like to at least explore this opportunity. I appreciate it, but can you hang on for a day? Yeah. Uh, then you can get hung up. But it's not like he doesn't have to take the Vikings job just because they, they want him. As but is, was it, was it Schefter? I get him confused. Was it Schefter rap report yeah, saying it's pretty much an, all un, it. a done deal? Yeah, they've all said it. Yeah. And they've also said that the Jaguars were at least a top candidate for him as well. So, Well, that's my point me, on the top candidate front, right? Like, how much did they love him? They didn't even talk to him yet. Well, I mean, I think it just goes to show you just the chaos that this organization is going through right now. Where, you know, we're not talking about getting your, your first guy, probably not even getting your second guy, maybe not your third guy. But now we're to like the fourth, fifth. I mean, we're getting to the bottom of the barrel now, at least to the Jaguars' mind. We can sit here and say that Doug Peterson is a great candidate, which, I mean, I think he, he could come in here and turn things around. But I think in the Jaguars' eyes, after that first interview, he wasn't put in that type of light. And now he is in that type of light because you have z- literally no other options. Like, if Doug Peterson goes to New Orleans, then what's the plan? That's a good call. Did you see the Wikipedia, by the way? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's, he's the Saints coach, did yeah, it say? Yeah, yeah, and then the yeah. Saints got all mad. Oh, did they? <laughs> nice. I, I, my, I guess my point being is I've taken every report with a little bit of a grain of salt. Uh, Rappaport saying he's the top guy. Was that a bulky leak that he was even that much interested? Were the Jags really interested? Was he, would they have even waited that long, even if Minnesota doesn't make the move right now? I mean, Minnesota was apparently, everybody thought three days ago was this close to hiring Jim Harbaugh. It was a foregone conclusion. They didn't even offer him the job. He, but he said he was going back to Michigan. Well, though. in part, though, some reports out there say that he wasn't offered the job. They spent nine hours there with him and... Now, again, <laughs> that's what I'm I telling mean, you. I just take everything yeah. with a grain of salt right now. I have no idea sure. what who's, who is igniting what. And, again, you have to remember this is a world. We live in an agent-driven world okay. where they're trying to prop their guy up. And Kevin O'Connell is the latest guy that's being propped up, whether it is by teams. And it might certainly be the case. Might be that next hot guy. And now the, everybody's saying, oh, wait, 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 wait. He was, he's been a hot name for years. Mm-hmm. He's been a hot name for years. This isn't like just new. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't hear about him before three weeks ago. <laughs> but he's a hot name. Okay. And, and so, or, or is it reality? You know, so I, I just think we don't know which side of that is. I mean, I think being an offensive coordinator with Sean McVay, and being a fairly young guy, being on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I think there is some interest there from teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, the Texans were supposedly interested in him as well. True. Um, I'm not sure about the Dolphins. I see the link. Like, I get the idea that, that... But then, if you don't think the Jaguars were interested, then what do you think is plan B if um, Doug Peterson falls well, through? And, and again, there's a difference here. That's probably some semantics. I, I'm not saying they weren't interested as they gave this another go-around or they, they re, kind of restarted. But I, what I can't, in full confidence say is was this another hey bulky's out there saying i can work with him sure kind of kind of thing or was this hey this this is a guy that should have been on our list initially why wasn't he let's let's go check him out too but yeah but what i'm asking you is if that was the case then this was all made up by bulky well then who's plan b because yeah. all because all we have right now is doug peterson and and i think that's pretty concrete that they're at least interested in peterson oh yeah they interviewed okay. him this week second yeah. time so, so then my question is if peterson falls through and let's just say let's say bulky did put it out there that they weren't even interested in kind of this is more of bulky just doing bulky things well then what's plan b like who, who, who what, what name am i missing right now well i i think uh the crazy thing about this whole process to me that that jumps out to me is that we have now gone almost 40 days depending uh, since the first interview. We're almost 40 uh, days in. And the fan base is out of their mind. We've all kicked and screamed and yelled and said, bulky this and bulky that and shod this and shod that. And what's going on and why isn't anything happening? Yet, as we sit here right now at 3 o'clock on a Thursday, the Jags still could make your favorite the head coach, my favorite the head coach, the fans' favorite the head coach. And what I mean by that is they could still make a move of, number one, making the fan base happy, firing bulky. Still could happen. Uh, Spielman could then step in and be the guy, right? Uh, they could make your number one guy, Jim Caldwell. Let's just say my number one guy it wasn't, but my number one guy is Caldwell. Uh, but my number one guy, Peterson. Mm. And the fans' number one guy, Leftwich. All still on the table to be the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're still out there is my point. So uh, from a plan B standpoint, if Peterson were to get hired by the Saints, I would think, yeah, you're left with Byron Leftwich has played his cards right. He's remained very silent, and he already had an interview. They might have been close at one point. Uh, the fans would like him to be the guy regardless, and you either go there or you go back to uh, potentially a guy like Caldwell, uh, who 
could then be in the mix. So, yeah, I don't know. That would be if, – if Peterson gets the Saints job, where the Jags are going to answer your question Yes, uh, is anybody's guess because it's been so radio silent on the Leftwich front. And why do you – so with the Byron Leftwich situation – why do you think it's gotten to this point now? Because I, I, I'm willing to say, I, I think Leftwich was a top three guy for sure. I think the fact that they had a second interview with Byron Leftwich shows that they were super interested in him. And then for whatever reason, it's been complete silence now. And, and at least from my perspective, I get the vibe that, not, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong, but I get the vibe that they're not making progress right now. So what do you think happened with that? Well, we're just talking about this before the show, Casey and I, and I, I was wondering a little, I, again, it's all speculation, and you wonder, why is it so quiet on the Leftwich front? Why hasn't Leftwich's people potentially come out and said, or leaked something out and been like, there's more interest here or there, or uh, the Jags screwed this up, mm -hmm. or put some pressure, right? Like apply some pressure to the Jags since they already have what appears to be public sentiment, at the very least it's social media sentiment. You know, that, that Jags fans would like Leftwich. And we're also talking in a situation where there has quite uh, from a from a I don't know if you want to use this as leverage. I don't think that's the correct word here. But this is a bad look right now in the NFL where there has been no black head coach named the head coach. Yeah. And so you could certainly play any part of that if you want to, if you're in the Leftwich camp. Instead, it's been super quiet. And what I even said to to Casey is I, I think Dan Quinn said he was going back to Dallas because once he didn't get the Chicago job or Denver job, mm -hmm. he knew he wasn't going to get the Giants job. And so instead of having it look like somebody beat him out for three different jobs, yeah. he pulls his name out and says, okay, I'll go about this again next year. So why isn't Byron even doing that right now? If he feels like he has no chance to get the job, why wouldn't he pull out his name? Because he was nowhere else on the cycle. Saints haven't brought him in we don't think he did one interview with chicago he was real close with the jags but it doesn't look like potentially as of right now that he's getting the job then why not just say hey i'm going back to tampa i'll see you next year during the cycle rather than it look like he got beat out for the jags job could that damage his reputation going forward but i'll ask this again though why 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 is it that it seemed like you interviewed him the second time we at least heard rumblings and nothing was confirmed but you you got the sense that the Jaguars like Byron Leftwich. What, what is the, the roadblock that's preventing this from going forward? Well, I, I think there's two, uh, everybody's, what they've said is in play. Uh, he didn't, he tried to power play in some respect of the bulky thing. That's certainly on the table, right? And say, hey, I want to bring my own guy in. Shad didn't like that or Shad didn't agree with that. Or what I've heard from a couple of people is, Byron was, and, and again, I'm just telling you, these people have been telling me this. I'm not sure I, be, I don't believe anything right now, okay? But, I'm, but I'm asking, what do you think? No, I'm going to okay. tell you what I'm okay. saying here is that he was never as high as everybody thought he was. Okay. Okay, so I think that's also, that's part two of the scenario. One is what everybody's saying. Shad mm -hmm. said bulky instead of Byron. At least that's what people think, right? Mm -hmm. Or Shad didn't like the way that it was going down and it was played and, and from a principal nature it was like, wait a minute now, I'm not going to be bossed around, mm -hmm. right? Uh, or he was never really as high or close to or offered or that contract in front of him as people suggest he was. Um, so, because it still hasn't transpired yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I don't know what to think also. I think it's one of those two scenarios 
that, I mean, those are two far-reaching, far-different scenarios mm-hmm. uh, that either he was really close to getting it and then it, something changed, or he was never really as highly in the mix as everybody said he was. Gotcha. Um, I don't think it was token stuff. I think they were ready to dance a little bit, but maybe just not far, as far as everybody thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I still believe, I told you this on Friday, I still think it's a plausible situation. I told you this yesterday, Monday, or yesterday, when Spielman got in the mix. And is it really out of bounds to think that Spielman could be hired, get in here, make the move to fire Balky, bring in uh, Byron Lefwich and Adrian Wilson, and Shad Khan learns from his really first big hiring of a GM and coach when he hired Dave Caldwell and Gus Bradley and said they were too young and too green and too raw. They needed a little bit more help. And so he shapes the organization that way from a structural standpoint where he hires two young guys, two first-time guys, but he also gives them a little bit of help with the EVP of Spielman. Like, I'm in my own mind, that's still not out of play. Sure, it's not out of play, but in my mind that I'm thinking, okay, if, you, if it took you this long to bring in Spielman to let Balky go, and then you bring in Wilson and Leftwich, what the hell took you so long? Yeah, I think we always come back to that question of what took you so long. Which I mean, is a very important question this franchise. Uh, it's only important if they don't get who they want, in Shad's mind. Well, I mean, some people believe that they've lost a guy in Hackett. Well, I, that's so, plausible, too. That's plausible. You so could actually make the minus. case they lost. They might lose Hackett. Some, they might lose O'Connell. They might lose Peterson. Yeah. So in that case, then I'll ask again, what the hell took so long? Yeah. Well, what we've been saying, a, indire- a, a plan that's lacked direction at times, mm-hmm. lacked uh, um, uh, conviction mm-hmm. at times, and has led us to some 40-something days now of looking for the new head coach, and everybody's still doing this, Mm. speculating. Because while you ask the question of what took so long, I continue on a daily basis to ask as I listen to others, I see tweets, I see other things, and I don't discount them. I just ask, what do we know? Okay, first of all, yeah, I ask what took so long, but that doesn't mean I don't know what's going on either. That doesn't mean I'm not talking to people. You're acting like I'm just speculating the whole time. I, I mean, I talk to people as well. Yeah, so do I. Okay, but like, then don't just say like, "Well, I'm just here speculating." I'm doing more than speculating. I'm taking what I hear behind the scenes. I'm taking from what I hear from agents and other people, and I'm trying to formulate an opinion that I think could be truth. That's yeah, but okay. that's still formulating an opinion. Sure, and, and just like, so other, what do we know? But are we on the show to talk about opinions though, too? That's certainly the case. Yeah, okay. yeah, but that's what I'm telling you too. I've heard the same. I've heard different stories from different folks. Sure. So what do we know? Okay, so then take your time, Jacksonville. I mean, I, I don't know what you want me to say. I, like, I'm not trying to get in an argument with you. You ask a, a good question. What is taking so long? Correct. I ask a good question. What do we know? Both can be true. Here's what I know. I know that you probably missed out on your first, second, and third choices because Matt Eberflus had two interviews. And then Nathaniel Hackett was supposed to get two interviews. Byron Leftwich, as, as far as we know, has had two interviews. Who am I missing? Uh, well, Peterson. Doug Peterson now. So, with that being said, you've already missed out on two of your guys. One would say your third guy three. because you wanted O'Connell. So, you missed out on maybe your top three choices because you're taking so long. That's what I know. Yeah. That's fact. Well, fact so is that, it's taking long. But do they not miss out on three guys because they're taking so long or not? Well, they haven't missed out on Peterson yet. But the, and um, they haven't I'm missed saying, out on Leftwich yet. But I'm saying they missed out on O'Connell. If he was up top, yeah. I don't know that he was up 
one of their guys. Okay. That's, I guess. All right. I mean, if, if it, say what you want about Ian Okay. So, what, regardless of what Ian Rappaport says, if Trent Bulk is getting them, okay. So, let's well, take him off the ago, table. We weren't believing let's, Ian Rappaport. Let's take but. off the, no, I said, let's take him off the table. Yeah. So, then you your top two guys. So, Nathaniel Hackett, right? You missed out on him or not? I think potentially, yeah, you did. Okay. And then Eberflus, unless it was all just smoke. Just because of a Zoom interview was really the first interview and not yeah. the second interview, I guess. Do you, Some could argue. Do you think they're interested in him or not? I believe they were, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I think so as well. I think if you get, you, you came out the gates asking for a second interview, I think that shows that you at least have somewhat interest yeah. of bringing him in. Whether he was the right pick or not, you thought he was. So you've missed out on two guys now because essentially, I think you're taking your time. Yeah. Well, that's, that's you not me make a decision, right? Yeah, because you can't make a decision. And I think that's fact. So I think if that's the fact, well, then you got to take a look at yourself and saying, well, why are you taking so long? Yeah. Um, and, and here's why we'll, we'll never know their list, right? Like, we'll never know. Like, they could have missed out on Josh McDaniels four years ago if that was really in their mind at the beginning of their process, the guy that they really wanted, and he just said no, or they chose not to go. Now, that's not the way it went out. From what we understand, it was, hey, they just chose not to go in that direction, chose to go in a different direction. Um, they might have missed out on Josh McDaniels and all of this. Did the Raiders make a better play? Mm-hmm. Um, to your point, if Balky continues to be in the middle of all this, could they have hired Ziggler and McDaniel's to be their guy? Absolutely, right? If they yeah. had ma- if they had changed the uh, from a GM standpoint, you know, they might have missed out on Dable and, and Shane. Yeah, you know, so really, it might be more than that that they missed out on, and for two different reasons. To your point, one because of length of time yeah. or lack of conviction or ability to make a decision, and two because of kind of what everybody said, the Balky situation has has made it more complicated than it needs to be. I just think that the longer this carries on, the worse that it looks for on you for your team. I, I, I think you can sit here and say, well, they might get Doug Peterson. That's fine. That's fine for us. But for Shad Khan and for Trent Baalke, for Tony Khan, whoever's running this, or like, who's ever doing these interviews, <laughs> Doug Peterson wasn't a top three guy at the time. If he was a top three guy, you wouldn't let 30-something days go by before you interview him again in fear that you're going to miss out on him. Yeah. So Doug Peterson wasn't a top three guy. So I think prolonging this whole process and doing whatever you're doing right now, whatever the reason may be, I think it's hurting more than helping. But uh, in, uh, I guess the, the counter to that would be in three months' time, even if it took long or whatever, and Spielman is the GM and the decision maker in the building, and Peterson's the coach. Did you get to a better situation than you would have three weeks ago having Trent Bulky and just for lack of better Eberflus, even uh, though he was one of your guys, you know? Obviously, be, being Trent Bulky being gone is what you want. Yes, the, the, that is better. But Doug Peterson wasn't a top three situation. So, like, how, how good is it for you? Yeah. Um, I mean, how, like, do you think, okay, so you think if Shad Khan hires Doug Peterson, you think Shad Khan's happy with that? And I'm not saying, like, to the media, to the announcement, do you think Shad Khan's going to be happy with how this whole thing turned out? That's a good, now, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Because what we would say, if I ask, uh, I'm going to, before I answer the question, I ask you if, you, if Shad Khan ends up with Byron Lefwich, do you think he's going to be happy? Would you be happy? I think the Jacksonville Jaguars value Byron Leftwich more than Doug Peterson. So I, th- I think you'd be happier getting Byron Leftwich than Doug Peterson. And, and the, the way I calculate it and look at it from that standpoint is I look at kind of what the rest of the league is doing as well and how valuable of a commodity were these guys from a coaching standpoint, right? Like uh, Leftwich only had, as we know, the Chicago interview. 
as of now. He was rumored for the Saints interview. Peterson, I think, had some interviews in Chicago, maybe even Minnesota, uh, now potentially New, or- uh, New Orleans actually did happen, and Jacksonville. Does that make him more of a – is that actually a better get when four other teams are interested in your candidate than, than a guy like Leftwich who – not everybody else was trying to swoop in and get. But Peterson might be a better fit for New Orleans. They That's might right. have liked him better. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that you didn't offer Peterson a second interview to 33-something days later, which leads me to believe that you weren't a big Peterson fan, but now you're, you're hands to the fire and you got to make a decision. Yeah. So is Peterson going to be good in New Orleans? Does, is he a better fit? Maybe. But I don't think he was the best fit in Jacksonville or else they would have offered him a second interview a lot more quickly. But don't you believe, too, Peterson's back in play because of a, a shift p- potentially in uh, Shad's thinking of structure? Spielman, although he might have been in his mind the whole time, wasn't in this process three weeks ago when, or four weeks ago or 40 days ago when Peterson was interviewing for the job. Well, if that's the case, then you should have hired the GM to start things off with. Well, yeah. So that's maybe the... So maybe, by the way, Peterson is a good candidate and a guy they interviewed first right out of the gates for because he thought he might want him. But now that a shift in, in the way the structure is, and of course the whole bulky thing, was really where he made the biggest mistake. So to answer your question, he could be happiest with Peterson as the coach. Yeah. It just took him uh-huh. a long time to get there because of his inability to make a decision on uh, Trent Bulky. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, because to be honest with you, man, I mean, if you go back to the beginning of this process and whether you told me it was going to happen in three days, 12 days, 30 days, and Doug Peterson's the head coach of the Jaguars, I'm thinking that's a pretty damn good thing. I'm just mad that nobody got my meme when I posted out the Jaguars meme about Doug Peterson. It was the Fresh Prince meme. Did it today? No, that was before De- Peterson got the oh. second interview. Oh, really? Uh, I posted out the meme about how, how come he doesn't want me anymore. That was Fresh Prince from Philadelphia. Yeah. And nobody got it. I'm just sitting here in silence. You would have got it. I probably wouldn't have got it, but I don't think I saw it either. Yeah, man. (laughs) You haven't seen Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No, I didn't see the tweet. Oh, okay. I'm just double-checking, man. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is easy. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a great one. Uh, We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Trying to figure out the Jags is very difficult, as you know. The league has, has done some things. And, and probably can do more. But but I think with what, what Troy has tried to implement most recently with the commissioner backing him um, has been very good. There's a lot of things that we're trying to do, but, but the key is, I think, again, we've got to continue to find opportunities and avenues, put these guys in front of the people that make decisions. And we also got to make sure everybody understands, or at least I believe, if you're going to do this, you got to really hire people of merit off of, off of what they've accomplished and, and, and stuff like that. I have no idea who that is. Any guesses? You look like you have one. I got nothing. Ron Rivera. Ah. Head coach, yeah. Washington Commanders. Commanders, that's right. I do like the football team better. Um, I got used to that for a bit. I think that's why I like it. Really no full, strong opinion on the uh, new nickname and new uniforms. Other than the W, you're right, is bad. Horrible. Um, the... <laughs> the Spielman stuff with the Jags seems like it's headed toward a, it's happening. I hesitate to say that. <laughs> Some of the national guys are are indicating, right? Well, let's that, not hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's wait. Uh, uh, I'm not it's getting just rumors of um, that it could happen. What do you make of Spielman? His time in Minnesota, uh, 
you know, again, take bulky out of the mix here. I understand everything with bulk. Okay, but it's still got bulky in it. Let's try to remove the bulky, and, and it's taken so long conversation. And just him as a potential uh, front office man with the Jags, can he help him? Can he clean him up? Can he, can, can he turn this organization around from a draft pick and acquisition standpoint? Because, listen, at the end of the day, folks, I mean, whoever's in charge, it does, it, it's, it's not really going to matter unless they get good players and fix the football team. Now, there are other parts to that, dysfunction and other things, but you got to be able to make the right moves. Can this guy make the right moves? Well, let me ask you this first. Is he, do you think he's going to be in a role that's going to be elevated more than a general manager? Or like, what kind of role are we talking uh, about here? I think he's going to be the heavy. So if he's, they bring he's the guy in, making the draft picks? I do. Okay. Now, then, listen, I've thought a lot of different things in this process, but I do think that he would be – I don't think he's – like, I think there was some talk earlier this week that Bulky was bringing him in as, like, a special assistant. Like, okay. I don't think that's the case. I think this is going – he's coming in here with a better resume and I think a guy that can calm this down. And even if Bulky is in the mix, I don't see him as the – heavy in any of this. In fact, I think there are some insinuations that this could still lead back to Bulky being gone after the draft yeah. since he's already been a part of that process. And again, that is not uncommon in the NFL to let people go after a draft that mm-hmm. you've done work for. And it's a big draft for the Jags. So maybe it's Spielman's recommendation at, and even to keep him on through that part of the process at the very least. I mean, if Spielman's the guy that's making the, the the call to these draft picks, then absolutely. I mean, I think in terms of a resume, in terms of how the draft has shaken out with him, um, I think you bring him in here and the resume is a lot better than maybe any GM here the past three or four go-arounds. Um, so I think it would definitely be an upgrade from the standpoint of who's making the decisions when it comes to draft, when it comes to transactions, when it comes to free agents, all of those things. So, yeah, I think he would um, he would definitely elevate, you know, this team. Yeah, I think uh, there's been some – there's plenty of guys out there with GM experience, you know, um, from Tannenbaum to Pioli to uh, Dorsey, right? Mm-hmm. There are these guys. This guy would fit in that realm mm-hmm. because he has been around the block down in Miami – uh, obviously Minnesota for a bit now, and they've got some. They've acquired some pretty good talent now, right? I think some people question the trades that he's made, and uh, I've heard some people say they didn't like him in Miami. Uh, but again, I think in Minnesota he's built the team that I think has the best looking team that I would take a job at right now, yeah. uh, minus the cap issues and others. Now that's part of the GM, so <laughs> it didn't. I would say the the Kirk Cousins deal wasn't great. Is he not great at negotiating contracts? Like, is that a problem? Could they, they get into some trouble? Weren't they desperate, though? They were. But, yeah. I mean, that's a that was like, what was that, the $80 million deal guaranteed or something? Yeah. That gave them not a lot of flexibility if it didn't work out. Uh, so, sure. again, I'm sure there are things to go to his resume if you're in the business long enough to be like, hey, that wasn't great. That was good. But the acquisition of talent, I can tell you this, in Minnesota, yeah. done a better job than they've done here. And I think so. His only draft in Miami would have been 2004. Um, that's way back, huh? Vernon Carey, Will Poole, Tony Boa, Rex Haddon, Tony Pope. Dar- I mean, I'll be honest. Who the hell I are those I've never heard of one of those I've never people. Heard of these guys. Who are those people? No, I do. <laughs> so that so, was so, Yeah, to put it in perspective, Vernon Carey tackle played 121 games in his career. Wow, that many. Rex Haddon, six-round pick, played 129. I mean, so they had one fourth round, a fourth. I'm sorry, they had a first round, a fourth rounder, a fifth rounder, a sixth rounder, and two sevens. So what can you I mean, really yeah, do? Yeah, that's not really much of a. I mean, I guess if you want to be critical on their first pick and Vernon Carey, okay, but hey, the the Vikings I, drafts were good at least. Yeah, but it, I think it's hard to judge somebody when you don't have that much to work with in the draft, anyways. 
And that was his only draft for the Dolphins. So. Yeah, that's not a lot. Yeah. And by the way, to be to be honest with you, one draft is not enough to judge these guys on either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, really, you can get some bad breaks in the draft. You can, um, if you have, give me three drafts, and then I can see, like, where's this guy trend? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know, we've picked some guys like Stephon Diggs. And um, by the way, like, remember the Diggs trade? Diggs obviously a talented guy. Mm-hmm. When he traded with Buffalo, I thought Buffalo was winning that. I'm sorry. I thought Vikings were winning that trade. Correct. I thought the Bills were like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then I think one of those picks ended up turning into uh, Justin Jefferson. Correct. Right? Yep. So at least the guy knows how to find a wide receiver. No, I mean, I think. Uh, <laughs> that could I be think, good for Trevor. Yeah. I mean, I, I think both sides of that, that trade really won because, you know, Buffalo at the time got, I think he was the league res- yeah. When he got traded, he was uh, looking in receptions. And, you know, he's, great he's, he's a dependable one. And then, obviously, Stephon Diggs didn't want to be there anymore. Kind of had a falling out with Mike Zimmer. So then they traded him away, and they got Justin Jefferson in the process. So, yeah, I think both sides. I mean, very rarely do both sides, like, win that handedly. But I think both sides won that trade. Yeah, I, agree, I agree with that. 15 picks that year. Uh, Vikings did. Yeah. Do you have yeah. them in front of you? Yes. Give us two. Give them. I mean, when you have 15 picks, I don't know what your hit rate is. So, but let's really pay attention to the first like six, seven names you give us. Okay. Uh, Justin Jefferson, A plus. Good. Jeff Glandy, it's F minus. Oh, the Gladney kid. Yeah, he's had problems. Yeah, but big, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ezra Cleveland, he's a tackle. He plays. Yeah. Cameron Dantzler was a uh, corner yeah. from Mississippi State, I believe. Yeah. DJ Wanum, who apparently has 11 sacks. James Lynch. Troy Die, and I'm only going farther because eventually they got to K.J. Osborne, who is now a reliable receiver for them. Hmm. And that was in the fifth round, pick 176. Yeah, my guess is when you have 15 picks, you had probably a lot of six and sevens as well. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and well, who knows? And ironically, with wide receiver, he's also got to took Laquan Treadwell, though, as well. You yeah, know, so when, when it comes to say, I mean, I'm sure he's got an eye for wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, maybe but not. Treadwell wasn't the dude. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really interesting because I got to be honest with you, when Treadwell was coming out, I loved him. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think everybody did. Yeah. He I also, don't foresee him having that many, you know, downfalls. He also drafted Irv Smith Jr. and Tyler Conklin. Tight ends. Where was Irv Smith taken? First uh, round? Third round, guys? Two, fi- two pick 50. So, the end. The end oh, of okay. the second round? In the second round. 30, yeah. yeah, middle, whatever. So, yeah. and listen, uh, it, it, we are to the point in Jacksonville mm-hmm. where I think you could hire Dave Caldwell back and people would be happy if Bulky wasn't making decisions. Mm-hmm. I think you could hire Gene Smith back, and people would be happy if Bulky wasn't making. No, decisions. I don't think that. that's not like crazy now, man. <laughs> but it's you not get my nuts. point. Yeah, my point is Spielman will take him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is a little, there's a lot of that going on, um, and like I've said this before about the GM job, and this is really one of the problems of Bulky that I don't think people talk. People can talk about his draft; he might look okay in this draft, even though I think it was an Urban Meyer draft the first few t- uh, picks, especially and. But it's more to it than that in that position. It's, mm-hmm. it's where you help set the culture. It's, it's where you have relationships. It's how do you put cap people around you to be, have smart deals and good deals that are good for the organization but also feed into a player-friendly way where you're rewarding players. Like, there are a lot of things. We judge GMs and we look at their draft only. Mm-hmm. But how are you at all the other stuff is really an, uh, an important part of it that we, we probably don't factor in enough or talk about. And... Like to me, those are a lot of the reasons why you you can not like bulky, like not forget about the resume of what he drafted over mm-hmm. the years. It's more about 
the culture setter, the dysfunction that exists. I think he missed out on some free agents this last cycle. I think he did a really bad job of guiding a guy like Urban Meyer, who had no clue about the NFL processes when he first got here and guided him in a bad way and probably gave him some bad advice along the way or didn't give him enough advice and wasn't strong enough of a, a leader to be able to step in and say some things. So I can give you a litany of things that, of, that I think of bulky from everything outside of the actual draft picks, you know, and the acquisitions. And then you can get into the trading. And I think the Dan Arnold trade, I think, is one of his better moves that he's made here. But the, the fact is they missed out on Dan Arnold in free agency. They could have had sure. him in free agency. They, they never they never did enough work there. And you can make the case there are rumors that they missed out on uh, the Johnson kid from Cleveland, the safety. They mis, misjudged the, the, the free agent market, uh, the tight end market. That's how New England ended up with two, and the Jags ended up with none, John New Smith and Hunter Henry. So uh, depending on, again, what you believe, uh, I, I would say the feel Bulky has in that GM spot is really one of his biggest downfalls outside of all these other things that people are jumping on. And I think that's an important thing to have. I don't know if Spielman's great at that, mm -hmm. but I would think he's probably better at that, and he better be. Because if you want a well-run organization, you got to be pretty good at it. Well, and I also need a guy who's going to get along with everybody. Uh, and the second be a head coach in carousel. And Trent Bulky's had that wherever he's been. Um, Spielman, not so much. Now, wins and losses dictate that as well. But it's not a good sign when you've had how many head coaches in your Trent Bulky as a GM. That's not a good look at all. So I think that also gets added to the mix in terms of whoever you're going to bring here. If indeed Trent Bulky is going to be the GM, you're also nervous about that in terms of how much can they coexist together. The, the one other thing I'd say about a guy like uh, uh, Spielman is it goes back to my bottom of the barrel analogy the other day. Yes. Like this guy just got fired. Hmm? Right. And, and not say he didn't do some good things in Minnesota, but where Minnesota's trying to be like advance their organization and look for their next star. Right. And, and with their hiring process uh, in the GM role where it feels like in Jacksonville taking the leftovers. <laughs> yeah. But do you think Spillman got fired because of the resume or because Mike Zimmer got fired and they're trying to do a clean sweep? Yeah. It you know, I certainly mean, could have reset. Right. I just yeah. I, I think him getting fired had more to do with Mike Zimmer than it actually did to have of Rick Spielman's resume. Yeah, could be. Could be. Uh, and, and maybe that's okay. Yeah. But again, experience probably isn't a bad thing at the moment, uh, depending on how it all shakes out and depending on the structure and depending if it happens. Mm -hmm. uh, but by, by many accounts, uh, people think that it is going to happen uh, to some degree. Uh, we take a break. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I asked this question today about Doug Peterson. I don't feel like people want Peterson around as much as I thought they would. Hmm. Again, go back to the early stages of this process. Uh, it's Jim Caldwell, Doug Peterson's job in my estimation. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But again, this might be Twitter talking. But I got a lot of responses on it, too. We'll share some of the responses on what's the concerns with Peterson uh, that maybe even if the Jacksonville Jaguars end up with him as the head coach, why that wouldn't necessarily be widely considered a slam dunk. We'll talk about it on ESPN 690 when we get back. Sometimes you got to sit in the pocket and, you know, a route's going to come open and you got to defensive lineman like Chris Jones or Jeffrey Simmons bearing down on you and you have to sit in there and make the throw. That's part of playing the quarterback position. I think, you know, not only just doing that, but when you get up, you don't you don't complain, you don't have bad body language when you get up. You, know, you just get, get up and go on to the next play. I think people appreciate that. 
listen to good. Collecting my thoughts still here on a Thursday. Ah, I don't, I don't know. We do still have a football game left this year. Guys. Is it Cooper Cup? Why would it be Cooper Cup? Uh, I didn't even hear Bowl? the context of it. His body's banged up? I don't know. I'm a little disappointed The biggest star in the I've game is who? The biggest star on... In the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford? Wrong answer. Joe, oh, Aaron Donald. Holy crap, it's Who's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. That's a great question right now you just bring up. Oh, it's Is Burrow. Is Joe Burrow the biggest star? Listen, I know his card is worth the most. I think from... No, he's, he's like he the, the best hot player? thing right now. No, but is he the biggest star? Yes. I'd say he's the biggest star. Yeah. Everyone's talking about him. He's trending. Boy, that's that's incredible on two fronts. Jamar Chase had such an unbelievable year. Sure. And I don't feel like people are talking about Chase as much right now. I mean, we still got another eight days, nine days, whatever it is. Uh, Ten days, whatever the counter is. Um, but you're talking about a team with L.A.? That's L.A., not Cincinnati, okay? It's L.A., mm-hmm. and you've got Stafford, and you've got Donald, and you've got Ramsey, and, I mean, you've got I mean, stars. say Cops, man. Guys, say Cops, the best wide receiver You've got in the o- OBJ, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty interesting, that Burrow, and I get it. Uh, like, I'm not discounting it. I just think it's an interesting question. Like, Burrow does not come top of mind for me when you ask the question. But when you say that, I'm like, okay, yeah, you're probably right right now. By the way, conversation we have to have a little later on, uh, I don't know. Oh, Brent, you were telling me about this, and I looked into some research today. The Joe Burrow cards are through the roof. Are I we selling it. our Joe Burrow stock that we have? Well, how much is through the roof? We, you, you need to find that out for us so we can make a collective our f- decision. Our $5 card went to a $30 card. Really? Yeah. So our $25 card went to a $75 card. Let me ask really? you this, Casey. If yep. he loses, does it go down? Likely. If he wins, it goes up? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, we're in a tough spot here, gentlemen. I would probably sell. Do you actually think it will go down? Can his stock go down if they it's lose? It's like, it like it won't like plummet, but it just it's not it will not be as high as it is currently. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. He's still going to like that's the other thing you have to balance like how great you think he's going to be. Well, that's the thing. Well, because if he plays well and they lose, yeah, to your point, if they plays well and lose, then he still can. Yeah, it's still yeah, but I'm not trying to set up like my son's college fund. Like if we're going to sell these well, bad we're just boys, trying to make a good economic decision here. Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, this is well, worth a conversation. Are we gonna wait till he gets a gold jacket? What are we waiting for? Well, though? listen, this could be pizza. Have and you wait, seen so Brady's cards? Pizza. Like that's what <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, you you want to wait till Brady? You, you, no, you I'm just give saying. Brady treatment? That's why I'm saying. How great do you think he's gonna be? Listen, you want pizza and wings, great. or you just want pizza, or do you want to maybe oh, dude, wait I'll along take pizza for a all day. pack too? I'll take a I'll take a pizza all day, man. I ain't turned down a pizza. So five bucks has gone to thirty. That's pretty good. That's impressive. It's like that's impressive. Crypto. What do you think he wears to the Super? I mean, that's gonna be the biggest thing. Like, I, I've never watched a Super Bowl pregame in my entire life. I, that I can remember. I just kind of watched the Puppy Bowl and all that stuff. Yeah. I gotta watch the pregame show. Yeah. I gotta watch to see what Joe, Joe Burrow's be walking up with in LA to the Super Bowl. I think it's gonna be a short suit. I feel like did I say a like short? A, don't say uh, yeah. Like a suit, but with shorts. With shorts? Oh, oh yeah. he can't do that. Oh, yeah. Just think about it. Like, give it a real. Flag thought. go up or down if that happens. So far up. If he wins, it goes. I mean, it's I'm I'm wearing that. On it's Monday. definitely Who gonna be that? something like shorts. Does LeBron does, does, did yeah, LeBron yeah. do that? Oh yeah, well, LeBron did that. A lot did of guys Westbrook did it. Who uh, was like the first one to do it though? I mean, I think that the guy that was Very known more was probably LeBron. Yeah. Because I think he did it for the ESPYS or something like that. That's the person that sticks out of my head when you bring that up. I've got prop bets, but I don't. It's all around like the game and like the national anthem. I've got early prop bets. Yeah, but that's a great like you. What do you think Joe Burrow's going to wear? Prop bet. 
Like, I don't know how do you prop that, though. Like, I think it's it's going to be something with the Bengals' history. Like, you could like say, a like, is it, green does it have fur on it or, or not? Yeah. You know? Like, it's L.A. It's I know. I'm warm. just saying. I'm just, I'm okay. just throwing something out there. Okay. I'm thinking the other option is, like, like not, what, is chain, what does his chain say? That's a good one. Yeah. I'm thinking shirt, like a button-down shirt, but, like, four of the buttons undone. I bet he wears a Jamar Chase LSU jersey. That would be nuts. There's no way. That would be Mahomes nuts. Didn't Mahomes do that? Mahomes did that with Kelsey. Didn't he wear like Kelsey's high school jersey or something? Yeah, that did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That He's had a couple nuts. of Super Bowls to pick from, though. Is that the first one? <laughs> Why not, man? You guys are in it together. Team, <laughs> former teammates in college. That'd be cool. And then Jamar Chase wears Joe Burrow's. I was your jersey. I've got the. I like that. I want to keep that going. That's a good thought. We we got a week to do that, and I I like it. Um, <laughs> Watch him wear denim. <laughs> That'd be great. No, Trevor's no, texting him to wear denim. No. Hopefully he's not answering. Yeah, Left good. him on red. We're all good, man. Trevor's going to be uh, out of the Super Bowl for Subway, so. We're all good. I asked this question today on social media, and I tried not to get, like, I wasn't trying to fire anybody up, all right? I just had a, I was watching this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I thought Doug Peterson would be a pretty good hire from the jump. Mm-hmm. And I thought a lot of people could see that. I was like, okay, you got an offensive guy, you got a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's a pretty likable guy for the most part. I know he comes with question marks. Everybody does. But what I saw a lot today as in yesterday is this thing's kind of heading down that road that's potential for Peterson as people try to line Spielman and Bulky and Peterson trio up. That people were like, nah, get him out of here. Hire him, Saints. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised at that. I, I, and so, I, I mean, gosh, man, I asked the question. I said, just curious, is Doug Peterson not a fan favorite? Or is the negativity around Doug more about people wanting Leftwich? And I was going to read some of the responses off to go through. There's 160 responses on here to this question. Boom. I mean, I didn't realize that was that that much of a topic. But what's your take on that? Like how the Peterson versus Leftwich? I mean, I don't think people are turned off to Doug Peterson. I think they would welcome him. I think it's more like you said. It's it's the package. It's bulky. It's Spielman. That if you go after Doug Peterson, you hire him, and Balky's still here, that means that, you know, you hired a guy that kept Trent Balky. Like that's not that may not be true, but that's what the that's what the narrative says. I think people got an issue with that. So I'm I'm not surprised at the at the outbursts of people if, if, if it is more like negative than positive. Just because if Doug Peterson comes here, then there's a good chance that maybe Trent Balky's retained. Oh, but I, I think we even put it, I think earlier today there was a good thought that it might, Bulky could still be in the mix, but maybe sooner or later Spielman knocks him out of there and Spielman's the guy and Peterson's the guy and maybe we go along, right? But I still don't think even in that context, if that were to happen, I don't think uh, the Peterson thing was love. Instead, people were like, hey, go to good. Go to uh, New Orleans, right? What'd you say? Like the Wikipedia page already had him as the coach? Yes. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. see ya, good. I was surprised to see that, I guess, is just that's I mean, my thought. I, I think if it's announced that Trent Baalke gets fired, Spielman's the GM, and then Doug Peterson is the head coach, I think people would actually be more open to that than you'd think. I would be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but I'm saying I think that the fan base would, too. Uh, all right. Let's talk more about it when we come back. Also, uh, what's the latest on the Brian Flores situation? He's still a finalist in Houston. And... Why is the rest of the NFL kind of at a standstill right now? The Dolphins. Minnesota has reportedly has their guy, but they, that's 10 days away. Well, and the Dolphins are at the Senior Bowl. They Dolphins said they're, the taking, they're taking a break from the, the coaching search. And the Saints, obviously, are interviewing guys like Peterson yep. and have named their coach on Wikipedia, but not publicly. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's the Jacks.
Uh, does it, is it related? I asked a question yesterday. Were people taking a little bit of a hiatus to digest the Flores stuff? And is that still happening? And uh, where does Flores land after all this? Uh, more on the latest on the Brian Flores lawsuit when we come back on ESPN 690.